0: A warning from Ford Maphorn, written under his old name to his family in Tulane.
1: Ah, to my esteemed parents and beloved sisters, my sincerest apologies for falling behind on my letters. You must understand the life of a traveling academic is rather tumultuous. Between the rumors vagabonds and research, it's difficult to find a moment to spare. Especially considering that my chosen method of practicing my profession does not always put food on the table. Still, perhaps you would be happy to hear that I managed to procure a position on a deep lore expedition. Admittedly, it's not one that puts my education to good use, but the opportunity is too much to pass by for the first time in years I feel like I'm close to something part of something things we found on this expedition are like anything I've seen before I can't tell you much but out here amidst the ruins and shockingly enough amidst my idiot co-workers I feel at peace Being able to be part of this, this expedition and what it's doing, is... (laughs) I don't have the words to describe it. Nevertheless, as wonderful as it all is, the amazement I feel at what we're uncovering is... ...somewhat... undercut. With a sense of unease and... ...perhaps even fear. Please. I beg of you. Stay safe. If you see something unnatural, Don't let your curiosity overcome you. Look the other way. Run the other way. I fear this expedition may uncover things the world's not ready for. And, (laughs) on that cryptic note, I'm afraid I must leave you. Deep lore waits for no one. I will write as soon as time permits. Your faithful son, Amadeus Linnae.
0: Welcome to Roll Dice and Cry, an actual play podcast where we roll dice and you cry.
2: We will also cry.
0: We will also cry. Today we return the dungeon world to Tuku and Zara on their adventure to re-up the, uh, the communications array that, that at one point stretched across the entire archipelago and at least fix it in Galeria. I am as always your friendly neighborhood GM, Zachary Frederickson. You can find me on Twitter at ObfuscatingGod. Today I am joined by Emily Riesbeck.
3: I'm Emily Riesbeck. You can follow me on Twitter at the Blue Valkyrie. Please read my comic book.
0: Yes. And also Nora Udelius.
2: Hello, I'm Nora. You can follow me on Twitter at @nora. I draw some things and post sometimes.
0: Nora draws very good things. <laughs> very good things. <laughs> yes. Last time, you, uh, along, the two of you, along with a, a, a innocent young man who you d- roped into this, into illicit dealings, uh, <laughs> pulled off a heist, sort of, was less of a heist and more of a smash and grab at the office of the culture admiral of Galeria, uh, Gregarius mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: you were able to get out without, without, Compromising your uh, identities, and so more or less got away from it, got away with it, despite it being an incredibly like loud heist.
3: It was an expensive heist potion fifty fifty guts fifty gold.
0: That's fifty GP right there. That's GP. So- but you you got away with a with a an uh, expensive crystal skull, and also a, uh, a number of chains and rings that are probably also ex- very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, not yeah. to mention a ring made of solidified magic.
3: Yes, and um, I'm sure we have some stuff to do, but I would definitely like to see this while we're on the train.
0: Yes, currently we're on a train, uh, which is why you were able to level up bef- between uh, last episode and this one. You know, The downtime of taking a train ride from Azure Bay to Tulane, the city, uh, the university town that is closest to the old, um, what the words, um, the communications, the op-
3: communications array of the Titans. Yes, and we're joined by Charlie Axel.
0: You have been joined by Charlie Axel, who ran onto the um, train to join you at the last second.
3: Did Eustace have anything to say about that? Uh
0: like yeah, he was like he he did say, Charlie, what the hell are you doing here? And Charlie said, Well, Eustace, I'm gonna help the Titans. Um and since Eustace doesn't like control Charlie, he's just kind of his boss. Charlie is an adult who can make his own decisions as much as Eustace is like, This is crazy, Charlie, you're like a you're a handyman, you're you're you you're a crier. You yell about the the shop and he's like, well, I can do it. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to help him. And that was more or less the discussion. You now have access to Charlie Charlie Axel, which, if you will check your hireling's chart, he is here. Charlie Axel, the crier and basic handyman of the Azure Bay Metalworkers Union, now deeply loyal to Zara Fontaine and the Titans. Aww. He has a loyalty score of three to Zara specifically and two to every other Titan. Um, his cost is good, accomplished. So as long as you're doing the right thing, he is behind you. And his skills are burglar two, mechanic two, and minstrel two.
3: He's like literally our uh, Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Olsen. Can Olsen's do a little bit best, of, so.
0: You can do a little bit of a couple different things. But he's not. He's not super great at anything. He's not like. He's not like Nemo, who has four in minstrel, or Eustace, who has five in mechanic.
3: Cool. I love Charlie Axel. Yeah. Charlie
0: Axel a good. That good
2: kid. He has ten in our love. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we're on this we're on this train. Um you 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 said you wanted to take a little bit of time to look at the uh
3: The pure magic ring, yes. Yes,
0: the ring of solid magic crystal.
2: I want yeah. to
3: inspect if it has any special properties.
2: I I have an important question first. What's uh-huh. our train lodging like? Is it like do we have our own like, you know, own car carriage thing the with the doors and
0: I think Cheers. yeah I think I think there is a there's a um there's like an open car which is for for like all sorts of folks but since this is going to be a couple days there's also a, sleep, a sleeper car um so you've got like a, one of those little you know little booths with like uh two bunk beds in it
2: nice
0: um and Charlie Charlie is on one the top bunk of one of the bunk beds he would probably he would want to get the top bunk over Zara so we can like keep an eye and be like I to make sure that you sleep the night safely, ma'am.
3: Oh, thank you, Charlie. Uh, That's very nice of you, but i I don't think there'll be any problems.
0: Yeah, because I'm watching out for him. (laughs) Um, yeah, and so and yeah, and then probably Eustace and and uh, Nemo are in a different one. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, so uh, if Tiku will let me, I'm gonna take a look at that magic ring.
2: Yeah, Tiku's gonna give it to you.
3: Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm inspecting it. I want to see does it do anything. Or is it just magic?
0: yeah, no, I think it's got like a like a like a mild magical ability Ooh, what's <laughs> like that I real? was thinking it could be like a maybe a compass ring
3: <gasps> oh cool
0: or a um
3: i mean that would make sense because he's like an admiral
0: yeah, yeah I think yeah I think it's got a a little a little um gem on it, uh not a gem like a little carving that you run your thumb over and then it points north
3: um that's cool, yeah, cool. So not like yeah. the most helpful thing in the world, but neat.
0: Yes. You could also, if you wanted, you could also consume it to get an extra charge. Forever? It's like another, it's like an option.
3: Okay. Uh, oh, okay. no. An
0: extra charge forever? No.
3: Oh, okay. It's a one-time would, thing. Yes. Okay. Um. You, well, have a,
0: you have a ring that points north, but if you ever need it, you have an extra charge.
3: I'm going to say to Tiyuku, I'm going to say, Tiyuku, this is rightfully neither of ours because you stole it. But that um, being said, you did steal it. So it does make sense that you should have this because you, you put in the work to acquire it and I'm not going to give it back because that would require a social faux pas and I'm not ready to deal with. <laughs> Um, but he did say he was going to give it to you as a present. That is true, and I wanted to let you know that if I had this, I could legitimately potentially use it in a pinch. This magic is very highly its very highly concentrated, and I, if I had to, I could use the ring to power my devices in a pinch.
2: Yes? Well, you can have it. I have plenty of rings here.
3: Okay, thank and you. And this?
2: And to who digs out the crystal skull? Oh my word. I want to say that it has, like, a move-in jar. I don't know if it does. Is
3: there a name for this ring?
0: Um, I guess just, you could just write it down as compass ring.
3: What if it was called the North Star?
2: <gasps> That's so nice.
3: I dig that. Points north and worn can be, can be consumed for one charge. Can be consumed for one charge. Quantity one. Any weight?
0: Uh, nope. Zero weight.
3: What's the value of it? A uh, lot's priceless.
0: Uh, well, no, I don't know that you would be able to get its value from anybody who would buy it. Um, the other stuff that Tsuku that got is, like, really expensive, though. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if I can find, like, a little thing about treasure.
2: I'm going to say that I'm going to give, like, half of whatever I get from that to Charlie, because I feel bad that Charlie got so shot.
0: Charlie <laughs> so did get shot. You got that You got that boy shot.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give half of it and say I gave all of it to him. <laughs> Okay.
3: <laughs> I, I'm surprised you're, doing, you're giving a year and a half. That's pretty. That's pretty generous for you.
2: Yeah. Well, I think what Thicke really wanted was the uh, the skull. Okay. And uh, every every moment she has where someone's looking, she's gonna do this thing where she like pretends to talk with the skull, mm-hmm. like move his jaw.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah. You're moving its jaw. That's crossed over to <laughs> kind of creepy, <laughs> and I love
0: it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it's worth. Uh, all in all, all in all, two hundred and fifty, <laughs> or two hundred fifty dollars, <laughs> because that's what they use in Galera. They, they use dollars, uh, but you would have to fence it. Is the thing because you stole it from the Culture Admiral um, specifically. Like uh, that, and that's that's not inc- including the skull. The skull is worth much more.
2: It's okay. I'm not. I'm not selling the skull. I'm gonna sell the rest of the rings though. Uh-huh. I'm gonna try to do that in Tulin.
0: Okay, cool. So um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what uh, what else. If there's any other train stuff that happens uh you're moving along a pretty simple area nothing's nothing crazy is gonna like come out and try to kill you
3: nice lucky us lucky you yeah all right yeah train train choo choo
0: choo uh and then yeah um so it takes about it takes like two three days to on a train to Tulane. You get a chance to watch the Galerian countryside uh, pass you by. There's A lot of, lot of like hills, but like rocky hills. It's very, it's a very rocky, mountainous country with a lot of like vines and climbing trees and nice, nice, nice. It's a nice place though.
3: I will say that like if there is a chance for me to like go and like look out the window as things go past, especially if it's like, you know, I can go kind of outside on some sort of little balcony and watch mm-hmm. because. It's an adventure, and so I want to, you know, I want to see like the cityscape as I come in.
0: Oh yeah, no yeah for sure. So yeah, you pass, um, you pass along past a little um, village. You you see you pass fields and fields of um, it looks like sugar beets, long sprawling fields of beets and other. Uh, ground things you see in the vi- in the distance maybe a vineyard.
3: Um, you know, back in back in Coruscant, uh, there was a farm that farm those was just like this and I sort of point and talk about like farming techniques and why they're um, why Valentine farming is the most efficient in the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Or in the upper Archipelago. Yeah,
0: which I mean to you is the world, right?
3: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You pass and you see you see the the city, which is like this very picturesque villa. In your head, what a what a quaint Italian village looks like. Um, oh, it's quaint. Not not quaint, but like nice. Um, it's very hilly, but it's hilly in a way that is not. It doesn't ever seem to bother the uh, the people who live there because all their houses are built on these inclines. Ah. It's, yeah, it's overlooking the fields, and then at the top of the hill, you see this very this big, very big building, uh, or it's like. Group of buildings with a with a single tower at the, in the center uh, with a with a domed top that looks like it could like come apart possibly. Ooh,
3: I would like to. Is that the university? That's the
0: university for sure.
3: Yeah, I would like to spout lore, um, uh-huh. or rather, I okay, I shouldn't say the name of my move. I know, but. Um, I think Spout Lore is kind of an interesting one. I'm going to, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a scientist. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had any formal like education, like like a, I haven't gone to university, but I'm sure some of the, some of my heroes have gone to this university because it's pretty famous, right? Uh huh. Yeah, so I'm going to be, I'm going to turn to Tiku and I'm going to start excitedly telling facts about the university.
0: It is, um, it is Belvedere University for the record.
3: The Belvedere University. Yep. And so I'm going to roll Lore, if that's okay
0: with you. That sounds swell. I got a seven. Okay, so seven. So on a seven, um, when you consult your accumulated knowledge about something, you roll plus int. On a ten plus, the GM will tell you something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. On a seven to nine, I will tell you something interesting. It's on you to make it useful. Uh, the GM might ask you, "How do you know this?" And so, yeah, so you're you're saying that you like this is part of your accumulated knowledge of like knowing things about the world uh, and about this the like reputation of this university. Yep. Yeah. So you know that this is a—it's kind of a naval university, but it's also a very—they're—they're very—they have a very um big science department. Um, oh, <laughs> that, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, so like it's a naval university, but they're like astronomers and physicists, um, people who would later go on to become master shipwrights or master um master astronomers. Um you know Bartimaeus Nemo went here for a semester and then went somewhere else too um because he went oh, cause he went to a bunch of different he Bartim, Nemo has this thing in his like um reputation of being endlessly hungry for knowledge and so he went to uh universities across the archipelago
3: i'm gonna i'm gonna slam your boy right here okay uh-huh. uh he's van wilder.
0: <laughs> Is he there? What I don't know where you ever that... see that movie. I don't know what that means.
3: It's a movie with Ryan Reynolds, where he plays this guy who just never graduates college. And he's like re- he's like really smart, but he just likes to party too much. Mm-hmm. So he like he like knows all the. He's taken like every single class enough to almost get a major in everything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Nemo's Van Wilder. What well,
0: kind? Of, I mean, yeah, he's he does all sorts of shit. He's he's a, he's a very omni he's very multidisciplinary. Yeah. Um, and you also know that it's got a very, it's got a very good um, medical program. Ooh. A lot of, do- a lot of doctors come out of uh, Tulane and Delvedere University. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: I-, I hope we get a chance to visit the university. I would love to have a. I the professors there are, are top of the world. I would love to have them see my inventions.
2: Hmm. Ooh. Yes, that would be interesting. Do they have like a treasure department?
3: Well, no, I don't think they have a treasure department. That's not a uh, department of science, you see. But there is a treasure that can be found here. Oh, what is that? It's the most valuable treasure in the world, Yuku Tiku looks so excited. It's the treasure of knowledge. Oh. And understanding.
2: Oh. Isn't that exciting? So exciting. <laughs>
3: Jesus I I I'm gonna to turn to Charlie Axel and I'm gonna say um, I'm I'm gonna say, yep, this is the pl- if you want to learn anything in the world, this is the place.
0: Charlie is on the top bunk and he's like kicking his little feet and he says, "That sounds real swell, Miss Fontaine." Um, and <laughs> yeah, he's excited for you. Yeah. And the and the train the train comes up the station, uh, pulls in the station. This is it's a very simple station here. It's only got two two tracks, one that goes one way, the other one that goes the other way. It's not like this isn't a, a, a hub in the same way that um. Azure Bay. Yeah, was. Azure Bay was. Uh, but it's nice. It's very nice. So there's, you know, as you come off, uh, people start to filter out. There's people who are, who are like, people who are coming back from, from, uh, you from like holiday and like their families, they're there and they're like, ah, hi, hi. A lot of reunions and people saying, oh, how'd you, how'd you like it in, in Castellon? How'd you like it in whatever? And it's like, ah, oh, it was great. Oh, I did this and this and this. Um, seems like a lot of people, a lot of tra- travel goes through Azure Bay and then filters through the rest of the country. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I, I step off bright-eyed bushy-tailed and I give a nice big sniff of the nice hilly air.
0: It is beautiful air. It's very, mm. very nice. You can hear, you can smell like a sweetness to the air. And you realize well, this
3: is also like a big farming place, right?
0: Yeah. Well, that's what it, I
3: bet it smells a little bit like
0: home. A little, yeah, a little bit. Like a very, it's a very sweet farming place because they 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 harvest um, sugar beets, mm. uh, and so it's they a lot of um, as you kind of go through the town entrance, which is this this is part of. Um, oh, also, um, like Eustace and, and Nemo get off, and uh, Nemo's like, "Well, I uh, never thought I'd be back here." It's a nice place, but it's kind of quiet.
3: Oh, I think it's wonderful. Do you think we'll have a little time to uh, look around? You know, I, I mean, I've never been to the university, and I, I would love to, to you know, get, a, get a tour.
0: Uh, I guess we don't actually know where the uplink is, so if you think that's going to be helpful, uh, useful to, to have that information.
3: Do we know what the uplink looks like?
0: <laughs> mm, it's a node. Maybe a tower? Some kind?
3: Well asking ye shall receive, and I point at the t- big tower of our <laughs> university.
0: You think that's that's the one?
3: Ah, uh, it could be. I mean like I we it was the set piece when we came in, so
0: No, yeah, yeah. That's Debo asking you.
3: Oh. I I don't know, but it's worth a shot. I mean if if it's probably a tower,
2: then why not start with the biggest one? I mean you would see another tower from there, maybe. That's also true.
0: That's also true.
2: Maybe these nerds have seen something useful.
0: Yeah, maybe. All right. I'm going to go get us set up at a hotel or something. Mm-hmm. Flint, do you have anything you need to do? And uh, Eustace like, kind of shrugs. He says, uh, I guess I can get the uh, the CAFs unloaded. Uh, I don't know why I said it that way. No one's going to know what we're talking about anyway, huh?
3: <laughs> no, not really. Um, Where are we going to keep them? Also, it's- why did we bring them?
0: I don't know. Why did we bring them?
3: Was it my choice? (laughs) I I, forgot. I
0: don't know. Do you think that you would have wanted to bring them?
3: I mean, uh, well, I don't remember. Probably. Like, well, you know, I guess better safe than sorry, right?
0: Yeah, probably. That makes sense. And uh, Charlie's like, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but it sounds cool.
3: Oh, it's also a secret, Charlie, so don't tell anyone.
0: Okay. Sh- but <laughs> you'll
3: get to see it someday, and it's go- it's gonna blow your mind.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Well I'm I'm gonna stick with you guys if that's okay. I I don't know if there's anything I need to do right now. Does that, does that sound good? Can I is it all right if I hang out with you?
3: I look at Tuku. Fine
2: with me. Of course.
3: I gonna say Tyuku, uh, do you wanna come with me to the university?
2: Uh not really. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, Did you have something else you had to do? Um, yes, actually. I have some old acquaintances here that I would very much love to visit. Well, um, I, that sounds like a plan to me. Um, Mm
3: -hmm. I, am gonna go, I'm going to be (laughs) university. So, um, why don't we just meet up later at the hotel? Sounds perfect. Oh, I turned back to Nemo. Uh, where are we staying?
0: That's a good question. I have to figure that out. Um. Well, we don't have a reservation, but I'm sure I can I can talk our way into a, a room somewhere. Uh, let me think about hotels in this area. Yeah, if I uh, if I remember right, there's probably a uh, an inn. You might say um, it's called the the Silver Stern, and uh, I think they can set us up all right.
3: Okay, um, we'll meet you back there later.
0: Get your finger guns. Yeah.
3: Nice. Charlie and I are
0: off. Charlie and you are off. Um as you walk through you see um there's a couple of carts, merchant carts set up near the thing, so it's like, hey, if you just had a nice a nice trip along the along the rails, you probably you might be hungry. You might be hungry. How about some sugared beetroots? Or some some caramel caramel apples or
3: I am hungry. I would like a caramel apple and I'll buy one for Charlie too.
0: Alright. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I think I think for the two of you that's probably like just uh two coins hmm
3: We eat them on the way. Yeah. And I and I, I tell him facts about um Belvid
0: Belvedere, Belvedere University. That sounds like a really cool house.
3: <laughs> oh, it's it's wonderful. And and while we're at the university, we can investigate where the uplink is.
0: Oh, that sounds like a good thing. Domp dump, dump. and he, he chews like a raccoon with his mouth open. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I,
3: I I del I gingerly eat my uh, caramel apple.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome so yeah you head up you head up to the to the university. Uh, Belvedere University is named after f- um, foremost Belvedere, the uh, high Admiral of Galeria, and his uh, legacy. Uh, I, don't, I don't know I, don't, I think Belvedere might just be his like the family name. There's probably been a few Belvedere since the High Admiral. I don't know that's necessarily like a line of power, like a line of procession, um, but it's he, a family he's not, So
3: he's not the current admiral. No,
0: he is the current admiral. But I don't oh. know that it was named – maybe it wasn't named for him specifically, but like his like great-grandfather like or great-grandfather. What I mean to say is I don't think that the Belvedere's have always been the culture admirals or the high admiral. It's like how there's like, you know, some, like uh, like the Roosevelts, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah, sure. They've been an important family for a while, but he's the current high admiral.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, cool. Belvedere. Belvedere, yeah.
0: Foremost Belvedere is the current
3: foremost high admiral. Foremost Belvedere. What kind of – that kind of name, foremost.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. He's, I mean he's for most of <laughs> Uh you also pass there's a bank in town. Oh no. Uh there's a market. Nice. Yeah, there's lots of all sorts of stuff. Uh you and Tuku both notice that there are a lot of humans in town as well. Um hmm. and uh there's a lot of humans, goblins, bugbears, um uh there's a few Koshaki. Lino? Uh there are a couple, but not a lot, because most of them stick around. Um yeah. But a thing that you notice in among uh, bugbears, humans, and orcs is a lot of, like uh, a few of them—not like not like a large percentage, but like enough that you notice it, that it might be a thing—are wearing um, uniforms, like military uniforms. Ooh. Um, they're wearing Ooh. red jackets with white trousers and black boots, um, and their jacket—all ha- their jackets have a red, uh, a gold cord across the across the shoulders. Hmm. Do
3: I know what this means?
0: Uh, you can you can like maybe spout lore and see if it's something that you know about. But I don't know that you would know much about military uh, factions.
3: Well, I got a ten on spout lore. Uh, it
0: sounds like you know more than I expected.
3: So yeah, <laughs> I, I I um I'm gonna point and whisper to Charlie what th- that means. This
0: that means that they are Beringar soldiers.
3: Beringar soldiers. Oh. It's like, oh my
0: gosh, what's that? Berengar is one of the five families of Beren. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh Berengar, Argent, Roche, uh Walden, and uh Jaeger. I see. And they are the five families of, 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 of Baron, which is the northmost island in the archipelago. Mm-hmm. It's a place that is kind of very like similar to like their, their uniforms you can see that are would be very similar to like 17th or 18th century Prussian uniforms. Okay. Um, where they've got like the the piping on their jackets and the buttons and, and it's very, that's very nice and fancy. Um, and Berengar is specifically the military family. Um, they are mercenaries who train people, who who come to them from across the archipelago, who get training from them, and then are sent out uh, as mercenary soldiers. Um, To the point where they're kind of like the de facto military police of the entire archipelago.
3: So if they're here, I can presume that something something is maybe a little amiss?
0: Maybe, or you could ask maybe uh, around town and see what, what information you can get about them.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna, um... Hmm... No, I think I'll wait for now.
0: Yeah, I would I would say that you would know that that they can they also have like bases.
3: Hmm. I I can ask about that later. I'm gonna go to the university first. Okay. I'm a one track mind.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. See, the university is this big sprawling thing. It's got it does have a like a wall around it, like a tall stone wall with a with a with a wrought iron gate. Um, And it's kind of, it's covered in ivy in a very, in a very aesthetically pleasing way. Not like it's overgrown, but like they cultivate it. Um.
3: I stand in front of the gate with Charlie and I'm going to say to him, um, I'm going to sort of take a deep breath and exhale. And I'm going to turn to Charlie. I'm going to say, you know, when I was a little kid, I wrote an application letter to try to get into this university. What'd they say? Oh, they said no, because I was eight. Uh, and it was written in crayon and there were some misspellings, uh, but they were very nice about it. And they sent me back and it was actually a, a like a candy,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like here, like from the local area. And they said that they were very welcome to apply and that when I was older, I should apply again. I never did. But
0: um, I actually would you remember who it was who wrote the letter back?
3: Mm, I mean, I was I I made this up right now, so um, I'm gonna go off. I'm...
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it was it was signed by one person. Okay. Um, it didn't say like the office of so and so. It like you might have thought that it was like maybe this was like the head of the university or somebody who was like, you know, they just put his name on it because they put his name on it. But it did have like this nice little thing about how important it was to always be searching for knowledge and to never give up, regardless of the.
3: You know what? I'm actually gonna, this is, you're, you're saying this and it sounds more interesting than just having it be like a thanks for your letter. So I'm, let's say we, let's go with this. Let's go hard with this. I think it's okay.
0: cute. So yeah, it was, it, it was, I mean, what you might have assumed be wrote because it was written in a very eloquent, eloquent way that made you seem like, oh, they probably like came up with this and they write it on all their letters, maybe. But it, it was, you know, something, encouraging you to keep learning and to keep seeking knowledge regardless of if it was here or anywhere else and that you should apply when you were of age and it was written to you it was signed by professor orion montauk that is o-r-i-o-n-m-o-n-t-a-u-k
3: um what does he study
0: he was the uh head of anthropology
3: and uh yeah, that that letter was uh, signed by Professor Orion Montauk, and to this day, I never forgot it. And I even read his book. It wasn't for me. Anthropology isn't for me. It's very boring, in my opinion, compared to things like magic, science, and 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 you know, applied uh, uh, physics and and all that stuff. So it wasn't for me, but I appreciated it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was decent. It was fine. It was. It was about. Um... It was about older cultures uh, and the and the, the sort of ways that previous iterations of culture um, iterate themselves into later generations. The ways that you know things change, but things stay the same.
3: I tell all this to Charlie, by the way, regardless of whether he seems to care.
0: Yeah, he, no, he, he's he's like Ralph, He's listening to every word. He's got the uh, uh, the apple in his mouth now. <laughs> and it's like that sounds really cool. It was. How do we? How do we get? How do we get in?
3: Well, I don't know. Um, I look around for a doorbell.
0: Uh, yep, there's okay. So there there's a plaque on the gates, and it says the doors to to knowledge are never closed, even though the gate is currently closed.
3: But the doors to knowledge are never closed. Okay.
0: But there is a, there is a bell next to the next to it.
3: Well, let's just ring, shall we? And I ring the bell.
0: Ding ling 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 Yep, and you you hear like some shuffling on the other side as someone comes from the side. Um, like off to the side, you get the feeling there was maybe like a booth there that would make more sense to be on the other side, but it's not. It's on the inside of the gate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's this, uh, like young orc man, like maybe like 18 or 19, uh, in a, um, like a security guard outfit. He's wearing like a white tunic and black trousers and black boots. And he's got the, uh, the logo, the crest of the university on his, on his, like, uh, like breast pocket. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, hey there! Hi! Hello. Hi. Oh, I'm really sorry. I So I was taking a nap, and he goes over to the gate and unlocks it and opens it. And, uh, I'm supposed to check everybody who comes in, and I I, I wanted to take a break so that nobody came in, so I didn't have to check anybody. But, I'm, aw- I'm awake now. <laughs> Don't tell anybody, please.
3: Uh, lips are sealed.
0: Cool. Um, My name is Jacopo. How can I help you?
3: Uh, Hi, Jacopo. Um, My name is Zara Fontaine, and this is my good friend Charlie Axel. And we would like uh, to visit the university.
0: Oh, awesome. Uh, Are you like prospective students or?
3: Well, not exactly. We're just tourists, really. But um, we do have something that we're sort of looking for, and we believe it might be in the university grounds.
0: Oh dang. Okay. Uh. Hmm. I guess you probably want to go to guest services first, and I'll just tell you where you need to go from there. Sure. Cool. Um. Do,
3: do you offer tours of the university at all? Me? Not you specifically, just in general. Oh. Yeah.
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's very good at this job. <laughs> <laughs> He's nineteen. He's probably like his like second job total. Nice. Um. Yeah, no, uh, that should be that should be in the in the in the guest hall. It's that way he like points and you see there is a there's like a path through the grounds. Um the grounds have a lot of like trees on them, and there's benches underneath the trees so you can sit and read in the shade. Uh and like there's this kind of winding path, there's a you see four ahead of you there's a big fountain, um and then past that there are various like school buildings. And he says, "Yeah, it just if you just go past the fountain, it's the first one. It's in the middle. It's the small one of the smaller buildings. It's really hard to miss."
3: Thank you very much.
0: And it gives you a salute, and you see his booth, which has like he was reading like a comic book.
3: Oh, nice.
0: Um, is it about the
3: Titans? Yeah, probably. Oh, good. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Um, I but I sort of sort of noticed that really quick, and I go, um, oh, is that a is that a um sequential art
0: it's a, <laughs> a scientific yeah, it's a it's a yeah it's a it's a it's a, it's a called a ssab it's a, it's a syndicated sequential art booklet or nice. a sab uh, for for short
3: i i was never a big fan of those but um but uh is that one about the titans
0: um yeah this is uh you know Empathies and his and his daring feats
3: oh yeah Epathies is was was really cool a little, you know. I I always wonder if he was maybe a little shorter than people said.
0: Yeah, I mean, he does. He is very big in the books. Um, I I'm sorry, I don't really talk headcannons much.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, who's your favorite Titan? Uh,
0: the one of Oh, pretty cool. He had like a he had like a ship. Uh, it's called uh, like the Tempest. He like you know sailed all over the place and fought a lot of like sea dragons and stuff. Yeah, you know, how, like Colt. well, we love we love we love sailors here. So, like you know, I love sailors.
3: Yeah, fair, fair. Well, well. Anyway, what do you think about that other co- really cool Titan? Um, the one, what was her name again? The elf
0: Mirage Adventine?
3: No, the other one. Uh, also, I don't think Mirage was an elf. Oh,
0: uh, like I said, hand, head cannons, whatever.
3: <laughs> Arto, Arto, Clearwater. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you, you think about? You Arto? I did know who
0: she was. Uh, she was she was cool, I guess. I well I thought she was
3: pretty cool.
0: Cool. Um he's kinda like
3: <laughs> Well anyway, enjoy your comic book. Come on, Charlie, let's go.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Have a good day. Bye bye. And
3: he <laughs> I fucking tried. <laughs> you
0: did, you, you did your best.
3: My ass. And into my ass. I fought that monster. Mm. I fought a scaly man.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of you whatnot. fought it with your head cannons. You know they shot the cannonballs out of your head.
3: That's right, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, you head off, trudge along to the to the guest the, the guest hall. Tiuqiu, um, where are you going, actually?
2: Um, does Tiuqiu see the Baron soldiers as well? Yes, I think Tiuku would be very nervous about that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was gonna go straight to find a fence, but I think for now, um, Dit. Ford give Tuku any kind of information where she could find his family.
0: Oh right, yeah, um, yeah. If you did, it would be you would have told you to look for the practice of um, Resolute Linnae, mm-hmm. Uh which is a, which is be a doctor's practice.
1: Oh,
2: okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess Tuku is uh, going around asking where. Where uh she could find uh, Doctor Linnae.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh he's well known around the town. Uh, people people are pretty easily able to to point you in the right direction. Nice. And yeah, it's it's you find you find uh um, Linnae fa- family uh medicals. Um a big this big like almost like a storefront. Um it's a very nice clean building set up. Uh it's a two floor two story building, you get the idea that probably like their house is on top of it. And then, you know, it's like this open area. There's a, there's like a, um, like a secretary, not a secretary, like a, like a waiting room with a door leading further in. This, uh, teenage orc boy at the, at the desk who's kind of, um, not, he's not like, like super on it, but he's like kind of like hanging out. He's got like a little balaka, uh, guitar and he's just kind of like strumming at it. You see, you hear music strumming as you come in. And it like stops short when you walk in the door, the, door the, the the doorbell like ding-a-lings as you walk in. He goes, Oh, oh, hey, hi. Very quickly puts it up and is like, Welcome to, to Lene, medical practitioners, incorporated. Um, do you have a grievous injury that you need help with right now?
2: Uh, hello. No, I do not at all. I have no injuries. Well, I mean, okay. I was shot a little bit, but like, uh, Okay. That's, that's, that's fine. Okay. Um,
0: also, you had like two days, so you couldn't. Oh, yeah. Heal that. There's only two HP.
2: Yeah, okay. I was, I was sure, but I'm already fine. <laughs> 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 um, I'm actually here to meet, uh, Dr. Linnae on behalf of his son.
0: Okay. I was gonna ask you which one, because there's two Dr. Linnae's, but the dad one. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he's just, he's just finishing up a, uh, a consultation, but when he's done, I think, I'm sure he'd be p- plenty happy to see you. Yes.
2: I'll just wait here, I guess. Okay. Cool.
0: Awesome. And then he, like, kind of disappears into the back for a little bit, and then comes back out. It's like, it'll just be a couple minutes. And I guess you just stand there in his, yeah. him awkwardly, you probably not caring.
2: Yeah, was like, leaning against, uh, something, a wall, mm-hmm. a door, a uh- table
0: anything cool and then uh yeah uh, after a little bit, the um like a kind of older lady walks out with the doctor behind her he is a tall broad orc of the same build that ford is can tell you oh. can definitely see the resemblance he's actually kind of a little bit more rugged he's got like a full beard in addition to to the long hair uh, that's braided in a in a braid that goes that's like slung over one shoulder um nice. and he's got uh He's got very pristine horns, and he's wearing like like you know doctors' garb. I don't want to say like a lab coat, but I don't know what doctors wore. <laughs> he's not like a plague doctor. He's like a he's like a healer. So probably oh, yeah. probably like white robes, um, very very clean. And he's like, "Don't worry, don't worry, Miss Larue. It's going to be completely fine." And she says, "Well, all right. It's." You know, it's just these sort of things. You get nervous. It's, you know, next after you touch something like that, who knows, the next thing that happens is you get a third eye or something. And he's like, no, no. It's completely normal. It, it'll it go away within the next couple of days. And she says, well, all right. And, like, her, like hurriedly hurries her way out. And hmm. this doctor looks over at you, and he's got these um, gold-rimmed spectacles on, and he says... Now I hear that you might have a message or a word for me.
2: Yes, indeed, I have a letter here from Amadis. I am his very good friend.
0: Oh well, I'm so glad that my son is still making friends. You know, it's been a it's been a bit since he uh since he came home.
2: Mm, yes,
0: I actually. What is what is he up to these days? I know he left the he left the observatory up north, but he hasn't actually told us what he's been. Has he gotten a new residency?
2: Um. Yes, you would definitely say so. Yes, a very very important, exciting new things. I'm kind of a co-worker myself.
0: Oh, I see. And what is it that you do?
2: Oh, um, um. I well, I am a bank broker, but uh, that's that's um, very different from what I'm doing right now. It's a very very um, scientific, science things, indeed. Oh, um, top secret,
0: though. Oh, classified even. Very mm-hmm. interesting. You know, if you're a banker, you should talk to my wife. She loves banking. She is a banker, as a matter of fact. I don't know why I said she oh. loves banking, when she, in fact, is one.
2: Oh, that's lovely. I love bankers.
0: Yes. So do I. i married one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: here's a letter. Ooh, fantastic. And he takes it. says, I'll read this later, because mm-hmm. it would be rude to read in front of a guest.
2: Ah, uh, may I ask, though, that lady, she mentioned touching something.
0: Oh, yes. Apparently there's been some, I don't know, strange... Strange sightings a little bit east of here, on the road to fondant Well, uh-huh. uh, a little bit north in the woods, she might uh she she came across some well, she actually left some with me it's 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 a strange little substance I don't really know what to make of it, and he goes um back into his into his room and pulls out and left his like um a thing on it like a dish. it's this weird pink rock, oh yeah.
2: Interesting.
0: Yes, I don't exactly know what it is, but uh, she was worried it was something radioactive. Hmm. Thankfully, I, t- I have at least enough sensors to detect any notable radi- magical radiation, and it doesn't seem to give off any.
2: Um, my One of my companions here is actually an expert on this. Mm-hmm. I might... Uh... Uh, call her in to look at it, or take it to her, maybe.
0: Well, I certainly have no use for it. If you'd like it, you're welcome to it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And he hands you it. This little, this little block. Little, this little. It's like, um, it looks. It's like, it's like pink. It's kind of like, uh, consistency-wise, feels like it might be like a bar of soap. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's like, uh, it's like the size of a um. I don't know what coins you have in Finland. I was gonna say it's we about have the, euros it's about the size of a like a quarter or a silver oh. dollar
2: i I know those. I have been to America
0: oh okay so it's so about the size of a silver dollar, but like like thicker um maybe like a poker chip okay yeah if you if you want to like inspect it anymore and like tell me what you do to it, I can tell you if it reacts in any way
2: mm, I don't think Teoku wants to mess with this <laughs>
0: okay, okay, so she just like puts <laughs> t- it puts it in a pocket yeah, and it says uh. By the way, if you go by the market and see my daughter, you can ask her to come back to the practice. I want to go get lunch.
2: All right. I, I shall do that then. I also have one question. I noticed some uh, Baronese guards around.
0: Ah, yes, the Baron Guard boys. They've got a station up north, just out of town. They're, I, uh... uh, I guess they're what you might call... Other places could have a militia or a city watch. them. They mostly do that for us here. Unless you pay them to do other things, in which case they could do those other things. You know, if you're going somewhere dangerous and need a little extra muscle or something like that. Very oh, good security force, I've heard. I've never needed one, of course. Any he like kind of flexes a little bit. <laughs> My wife is very strong. Well, mm-hmm.
3: Ford is his father's son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he says his wife is very strong too. Yeah. Yo,
0: yeah. Ford's dad. He's got a daughter named Victorious. Oh, yeah,
2: it's very good.
3: She's
0: a captain in the fleet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not the daughter that lives here though. That's uh, Amelie.
2: Oh, and uh, later, if it would be lovely if I could uh, chat some more. I would love to hear any embarrassing childhood stories about Amadeus.
0: Oh, absolutely! You should come by for family dinner. We're going to have fettuccine.
2: Oh, that sounds absolutely wonderful! I would love to. It
0: does, doesn't it? Yes, he's he's yes. got a, he's like a very smiley guy. He's got like a like a ever present grin. Mm
2: hmm. Nice.
0: Well, if you see Amadeus soon, you should tell him to come home too, because we do miss our son dearly.
2: Of course, I'm I'm sure he might he will visit. Uh... Sooner or later,
0: I certainly hope so. I'm very sad that I haven't seen him in so long. Grin.
2: <laughs> well, I I hope that letter explains more of what we're doing. Maybe.
0: Maybe it could be Maybe. a new recipe for fettuccine.
3: Uh huh. Like he doesn't. He's not like telling the sauce <laughs> he's having with it. Just the type of pasta. <laughs> 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 it's like we're, well, I guess what we're having sp- people say we're having spaghetti, but you assume spaghetti with like a reds like tomato based sauce.
0: Yeah, it's fettuccine alfredo.
3: Oh, that's nice. good I made some of that last week. It was. It was pretty
0: I good. have wanted it for months. My family is on a no carb diet. So we haven't had pasta at home.
3: Oh, no. That's rough, buddy man. That's rough.
0: I'm not going like olive garden or something just to get the fix. Oh, Every, I, really and, some I don't know where else you've got to buy pasta. Okay,
3: well, we'll we'll either cut this out, or actually, this is good <laughs> pasta talk. Our podcast, our new like side
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, pasta cast. Yes, um, but yes, yeah, so is there anything else you want to talk to uh, Resolute about?
2: Mm, he does not look like the kind of guy who knows like shady stuff, does mm-hmm. he? No,
0: he looks as square as they come.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, um, probably no.
0: Right.
2: Oh, wait. Are there any part of the city that I should, um, avoid? I have never been here before. It all looks so lovely, but, you know, there's an underbelly to every place.
0: Mm. yes, that's true. I would I would hate to have a, a friend of my son become on the wrong side of any ne'er-do-wells or rapscallions. I would say, if I had to say anywhere to avoid... I would avoid the the wretched squall. It's a little little They <laughs> name
3: themselves the wretched squall, <laughs> man.
0: It's a what you might call a a, a seedy bar, a, a dive bar, if you will.
2: Oh, I see. Yes,
0: all sorts of whales hang out there. You know, punks and and hooligans and such.
3: Oh, terrible.
0: And ruffians? And ruffians,
3: even. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And Scallions?
0: <laughs> oh, the worst kind. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well,
2: you wouldn't catch me dead there. I... Oh, I, will, I won't go anywhere near it.
0: Fantastic. Good to hear it. I know that any friend of my son is, of course, on the up and up. Of course. Of course. He just kind of grins and stands there.
2: Yeah, and... Uh... Duke's gonna say bye and head straight for the bar. Oh, well, she's gonna go to the market to tell Amelie first. Mm-hmm. Okay. But she was told to. But then she's like gonna go find this bar. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean it's 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 not that hard to find Amelie because uh, she looks like Ford, except uh, more like feminine. I guess she's got she's got a similar like jaw structure uh, and the and the horns. Uh, I don't know if orc horns are like super distinctive, but they this family has these big curly ones. Hmm. and uh yeah let's let's flash back to Zara. Zara, so you're going to the the university to to like look into the... so you you arrive at the guest hall, zara um it is a it is a nice it is like a very open building with very high tall windows a very and a vaulted ceiling. Um, there's like tables set up around the around the area. Specifically, like, like, um, with like chairs around them. And then there's like a list. There's like a counter on the left that says advisement. Cool. Uh, and there's, and then there at the very front, there's like a, there's like a, uh, a, a receptionist or a greeter who looks up as you come in and say, and then says, Oh, hello. Hello. Come. Hello. Hi. Uh, and it's this young, um, like, uh, probably like 16 year old. Orc girl she's got like a little little like stand up thing on on front of her thing that says um defiant
3: defiant Mm-hmm. orc names are wild, yeah, um yeah, I'm gonna say uh hello i my friend and I here would like a tour
0: oh fantastic, would you like it from me or from someone else
3: you're you seem lovely, we would love to get a tour from you
0: okay, fantastic, uh cool and she 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 stands up.
3: Is she like one of those like student tutors who's also a student and like when you're a new student, you come and you get like, you get this person to like tw- walk you around and they always walk backwards everywhere because they know where everything is.
0: She, yes, yeah, she, she gets up and she says, um, Hey, Liana. And then someone else is like, Oh my God. Defiant. What? She says, I'll give it a tour. And she says, Oh my, you're supposed to be at the desk. And she's like, Yeah. And then walks out the door.
3: Miss Defiant, if you need to be at the desk we, we can get a tour from somebody else <laughs>
0: No, you're absolutely I'm definitely going to give you a tour and it's definitely totally cool
3: Okay, you, <laughs> Whatever see, you say You see
0: like, somebody grumblingly like get over and sit at the desk that she was at
3: Somebody wanting to walk around
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. And she says, no, don't worry I've been on shift for like, so, like four hours and I really wanted to stretch my legs so you're totally cool So I'm a uh, I am Defiant Poignard. I'm I'm a military uh, student here. I'm I'm in the naval program. I'm eventually going to become a captain and have my own ship and then go out and fight sea monsters, probably. Oh,
3: wow. Sea monsters, huh?
0: Oh, yeah. It's one of the, you know, why do we have a navy if not to fight sea monsters, right?
3: Well, I guess that's a good point. Mm. Uh, Although there may be exploring that needs to be done.
0: That's true. That's also true. Uh though I am in I'm in I'm I'm in probably gonna be on the on the defensive tract rather than the expeditionary tract, but you know. That sounds cool too. Anyway, so what are you thinking of taking here?
3: Oh, well uh we're actually not prospective students ourselves. We're just guests, visitors.
0: Oh, okay. And she looks at your like weird clothes and she's like Mm -hmm. I guess that makes sense. So do you have any, like, uh, questions about the—is there anything you want to see first? I guess I could just take you on the long on the circuit.
3: Well, I would love to see the entire uh, university, of course. Uh, actually, uh, I've been I wanting to visit here since I was a young child. Uh, but, specifically, I was wondering if I would be able to get—I point up to the tower, and I say, if I would be able to get up there.
0: Oh, yeah, the observatory? For sure.
3: Yeah. Ooh, the observatory. Okay, that's what that is. Maybe it isn't here, then. Damn. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah that's the uh that's that's the you know you might say that's the, the the home base of the astronomy department
3: ooh, it sounds interesting. Hey, here's a weird question uh defiant. Uh, I heard a rumor that there was some sort of like campus secret um about some sort of um well some sort of machine maybe built into a tower or something like that. Do you know anything about any of that?
0: And she and she like kind of gives you this like sidelong look, and she says, "No, I mean there's the telescope. There's the big telescope that's in the observatory.
3: How long has the telescope been here,
0: right. been there?" Uh, she's she starts like grumbling, like I don't know, and then she like snaps back into her, like I'm supposed to be giving a tour, and she's like, "It was built about uh, 20 years ago. It's one of the first telescopes installed in the in the entirety of Galeria."
3: Oh, okay.
0: At least of its size.
3: Right. Okay. Well. Uh. Yeah. I, w- I would love to see that. Hell yeah. Looks like I was wrong.
0: Well. No, you're good. And she says, "Hell yeah." Oh. Don't tell the D.I. I said that. Heck yeah. Come on. <laughs> um. So she takes you to this to the observatory. This is the big circular tower. It's the tallest tower in the uh on the university of grounds. It's got a domed top that has sort of like a scalloped uh design that you can tell would. Like collapse inwards so that it could be opened up and look outward. Like at night, um, it's probably like midday or early afternoon at this time. And uh, there's and <laughs> you come up and you see there's a couple of um, other teenagers who are like hanging out uh, outside the outside the tower.
3: Are they smoking the koshaki pipe leaf?
0: They're probably just smoking cigarettes, tobacco. Cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them's like. Uh, leaning against the wall, the other one's like squatting. Uh, you know, you know how to squat.
3: Oh, I know the squat.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, they look up and they've got like like school uniforms on, um, which means like they've got like these like uh, short sleeved tunics that probably go down to their mid thigh with like some simple tap trousers and and probably either sandals or or soft shoes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, Oh, uh, hey, Defiant got off of her, uh, <laughs> her, uh, work detail. Did you get, what was it, good behavior or did you just scare the warden enough to let you go? Um, and she rolls her eyes and she's like, shut up, ferocious. We, I am giving a tour.
3: How do you do, fellow kids?
0: Okay, <laughs> hey, look at you. Um,
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. I really had to do it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, for, for sure. Uh, it says, uh, I'm Pharaoh. This is Inky. I was like, what's up? Inquiring Leon, that's my name. You can call me Ink.
3: Well, it's nice to meet you.
0: Yeah. So uh, what are you what are you doing out here? You you want to get in the observatory? Because uh, that's our turf. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, I was taking the tour. And yes, I would very much like to um to examine the observatory
0: fantastic. And we are always in, uh, he like like throws his cigarette on the ground and like stomps on it. We are always for the, uh, the sharing of our knowledge for a modest fee.
3: I look at like defiant.
0: <laughs> and she... Is she gonna
3: let this happen?
0: She rolls her eyes and she says Pharaoh, you can't shake down guests. You can't, you're not even supposed to shake down other students, but you super shouldn't shake down guests. And he uh, snorts. Says, oh, okay, are you gonna tell the dean on me? I I thought we were friends, D. And she goes, oh my god, she's pinching the bridge of her nose. I don't know, I don't. So I could have her just get you out of the situation, but I kind of want to see if Zara can get her way out of the situation.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, like I'm gonna say this. Zara is a coward, for much, pretty much. But like. I'm not afraid of these fucking kids. They're like 16, <laughs> first of all, and second of all, they've got school uniforms on. Yeah. So I'm just standing my ground, and I'm gonna say, well, uh, I really think you should listen to your friend here, and, um, and not not try to ex-extort, uh, passersby, cause that's, that's really, that's silly.
0: <laughs> and, uh, in- inquis- uh inquiring, kind of like, Hangs his head a little bit. He's one who's squatting, but um, it looks like Ferocious doubles down, and he's like, "Hey, come on! I don't, I don't even get an allowance from my folks. I'm here on scholarship, athletic, academic scholarship because I'm very smart. But I don't have any money, and I, I, I'm hungry. You're so smart, then why
3: aren't you trying to (laughs) trying to shake me down?" You no, know, you're not smart enough to know that's an idiotic idea. Like, listen, I'm sorry. I, I turn to Charlie and I, I say, like, you're not scared of this guy, right?
0: Um, And Charlie's like, I don't know. He's kind of big.
3: Okay, well, he, he's, like, he's like in the school uniform. I, I know this might sound a little out of character for Zara, but I'm doubling down. This kid is a student at a prestigious university. He is that, like, snooty posh kid from fucking uh, Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> was that the name of the movie johnny tsunami that's a movie where he was where he was (laughs) snowboarding and the kid was like "Mm, skiing is better
0: (laughs) i don't know i never saw that one
3: (laughs) whatever anyway okay i'm gonna stand my ground is he gonna come up to me
0: uh yeah he's gonna come and tower over you because he's an orc and you're a bunny
3: i adjust my goggles on top of my head and i say well i'm afraid you leave me no choice and I click a button on the goggles, and this is my Clockwork Amplification goggles, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is Elemental Electric gadget shocks things. Enemies hit by it are stunned. You can use it to blast things away, create light. I'm gonna stun this guy with a little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. So So it would be for a hack and slash.
3: I'm going to use. I'm going to use one charge to utilize uh, my gadget with oh. hands.
0: Uh huh. I'm sorry for making you fight a 16 year old.
3: That's quite all right. I've gotten an 11 <laughs> on
0: this. You've gotten an 11. Yeah, you don't have so, to roll damage or anything. So no, thank you. How does I won't, it look? Um, Is it like a little dart shoots out of your goggles?
3: No, it like literally just shoots out a little arc of electricity and zaps him.
0: Okay. I think he, uh, yeah, I think he like goes rigid and then like falls over. Oh,
3: but it, I, I'm definitely doing it like as non-lethally as possible. So oh, even yeah, if he yeah. just wants to like recoil. And get a good shock. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't necessarily need him to be, like... S-.
0: I, think, I think he was, he was like, bending his knees a little bit, and his knees just lock up real quick, and he, like, shoots into the air, uh, and then falls on the ground, and, like, scrambles to his feet, and he's like, Okay, oh, okay? okay, 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 Message received.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I I must have had the juice a little bit. I just meant to give you a tiny little... Like like static shock, was that was that too much? Oh dear, and I take off the goggles and I start adjusting knobs. Like these were turned up way too high. Oh I'm so sorry.
0: Um, and I don't I think they're just he's just scrambling away and pulling inquiring oh. with him.
3: Okay, yeah, inquiring minds, uh clockwork amplification goggles from Fontaine Industries <laughs>
0: <laughs> And Defiance got her arms crossed next to you and she says
3: I am so sorry.
0: <laughs> no, nah, that was that was kinda badass. I think if you're gonna be like intimidating people in the future, though, you should probably like sell it, maybe.
3: Well, who needs to sell intimidation when you've got it right here? As I slap my goggles back on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Come on. We have a we have a tower to explore. I guess. He'll be fine. Oh, he'll be fine. He'll be fine.
3: he Yeah. No, okay. Tower. Explore tower.
0: Hmm? So yeah, so she shakes you to the top of the tower. Um, there are, there are actually a couple of telescopes up here. Um, there are like a couple normal sized telescopes. And then there is one, you know what an observatory telescope looks like. Mm-hmm. This huge, like, cylinder of brass and glass, um, with a little viewing center at the bottom with a, with a desk. And it's got like several winches. So you can adjust it by different coordinates. Uh, what's the vertice, like vertexes, vertices. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And she says, I mean, this is the place. Uh, there's, um, she like, she says, that's where they, that's where they do their calculations. She points to like this big oak table with a bunch of like pieces of parchment on it. A lot of, a lot of scrolls. Like there's like a set of inkwells, and, and there's also shelves upon shelves of like empty sheafs and then shelves of like curled up sheets of paper. Um, that like are like being, like looks like they've, these ones are uh, written on, these ones are blank sort of thing.
3: As she's talking, I mm-hmm. would like to sort of walk around the telescope and see if I can see anything. Let's see if, it, see if it might be what I'm looking for here. Is it just a telescope or is this what I'm looking for?
0: Uh, are you doing Let Me See That?
3: I was thinking I'd be doing discern Realities.
0: Uh, because
3: Let Me See That is... Like, if I knew this was it, I would be able to Let Me See That, you know?
0: Uh, that's true. Well you take a few moments to handle or examine something interesting?
3: Ooh, yeah, that's true, too.
0: I think this is, uh, unless, I mean, you could also discern realities, so but this is a more specific thing, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, the reason I kind of actually think I do want to do discern realities is because I need the question, if I do get it to work, I need the question, um, what's not what it appears to be? Okay. Which is not for let me see that.
0: That's true. All right, so yeah, uh, I guess I guess in this case you have to roll Wiz as opposed to otherwise you wouldn't have had to.
3: Yep. Um, And I got a 12 on that because uh. I'm... Unstoppable,
0: what an okay. extremely intelligent rabbit.
3: Well, extremely wise rabbit. Very wise rabbit.
0: <laughs> a wise, wacky rabbit. rabbit. Yeah.
3: Yep, and that means I get to ask you three questions, and I'm going to start with what here is not what it appears to be.
0: So I'm going to disappoint you a little bit. The, the, the telescope is what it appears to be.
3: Damn it. Okay, Oh, well, I, I was worth a shot.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. Listening. You do notice that um, Defiant is watching you, For a second, it looks like her eyes flex in a weird way. Like, you know how your pupils dilate uh, and undilate? Hers do them in, like, a weird direction. They look like they're a little narrower, like almost like a snake's eyes.
2: Okay. It's lizard
3: people among us. (laughs) Oh, my God. What should I be on the lookout for?
0: So she's not dangerous, I'll tell you that. At least not to you, and at least not right now. Um, you should you should be on the lookout for a, um, one of the, one of the, do you look at any of the telescopes?
3: Do I look at what?
0: Any of the other telescopes.
3: Oh, I mean, I, I imagine I was just walking around the room, so sure.
0: Yeah. You look through one of the other telescopes, um, mm-hmm. the one, it's, it's an eastern facing telescope from the thing. And you do see nestled in the woods to the east, in the rocky woods. There's a large. There's like a, not a large, like a kind of squat, broad, like thick stone tower.
3: Okay, maybe that's what we're looking for. Might be. Okay, what is about to happen?
0: Um, I th- you like take your eye away from the thing and you see ferocious and inquiring, like scurrying up to the tower, up to the observatory with a a couple of other students, and also one person wearing black robes who looks like an older man.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. You're going to detention.
0: Oh,
3: shit. I'm... Hmm, I'm going to, like, sort of slip next to Charlie and I'm going to say, Charlie? Yes. Don't freak out. Okay. But I think we might be in some trouble.
0: <gasps> oh, no! Shh. We're supposed to save each other from trouble.
3: Yeah, yeah. So just keep your eyes open.
0: Okay. <sighs> widens his eyes as wide as they go.
3: And I, um, to, uh, Defiant, I'm gonna say, well, uh, you know, this is this is really wonderful. Um, and I can see uh, some, some really great stuff from up here. It's it's very, very interesting. Shall we continue the tour?
0: She says, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds fun. Uh, come on. And she starts heading downstairs as the, you hear the door downstairs like, boom, bang open.
3: Oh, God. What could that be? <laughs>
0: Um, I I don't know. <laughs> she says. Um, does she laugh? No, I'm laughing. Okay, that's you laughing? Like, okay. You know what it is.
3: I I know. I'm just trying to get her to. I don't know what I don't know what's up with her. Okay, fine. I follow her downstairs. Yeah. Wait, is this on the outside or is this like inside? It's Am inside. I inside. Right now, you're, inside. So you're Shit, inside. Is there any windows?
0: Yeah, there's the windows. There's like a little um balcony outside where the telescopes were.
3: Okay, okay. I'm gonna stay up here. Okay. I'm going
0: to say, Charlie, why don't we just meet up here? All right. Um, and then she, like, starts going, she's like, okay, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go see what it was. And she starts walking downstairs. And she says, um, oh, uh, hey, Dean Royale, how, how's it going? And you hear an older voice say, Miss Poignard, I have been made to believe that there are interlopers on school grounds assaulting students.
3: Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I, this isn't like, when you said Black Robe, I just, when, when someone says Black Robe, I just assume Evil Wizard, which is probably very, very rude <laughs> of me, but it's like, the... I wasn't taking any chances. Okay, I'm gonna walk down, <laughs> I'm gonna say, okay, come on, Charlie, it's just the Dean.
0: Okay, who'd you think it was? I, I don't know, some sort of evil villain? Oh. Okay. Look,
3: I haven't been, I haven't been at this adventuring thing for very long, so I don't know what to expect. I'm just kind of going off, <laughs> going off the stories a, I've they, read this You
0: thought they brought a necromancer to deal with you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Does Charlie say that?
0: No, that's me. Okay,
3: what was it? I say to Charlie, like, I haven't been an adventurer for very long, so I'm just kind of winging it based on stories I've heard, and, um, in pretty much every one of them, black robe, sort of person usually bad news but this is probably fine
0: i mean it might be bad news he's a dean
3: yeah but what's he gonna do expel us that's true
0: okay he comes downstairs with you and yeah you see this 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 old orc um he's got curly ram horns and like wispy white hair uh mostly balding and he's wearing these big old spectacles and he says ah are these the interlopers of which i have heard uh, hello. Explain yourself this instant.
3: Okay. L- by um, by
0: Adam Ferocious is like, That's the one she shocked me with a lightning bolt.
3: Shocked you with a lightning bolt? That sounds preposterous. I mean, everybody knows that only elves can use magic. What could I do? I'm just a loganel.
0: That is very strange to see a loganel this far from the shores of Valentina.
3: Well, you know, not all of us are farmers. Yes... What are you? Um, uh, my name is Zara Fontaine. I'm very happy to be visiting this prestigious university, and I'm, I'm an inven- inventor.
0: I see. And, um, <laughs> Ferocious is like, Ferocious is like, yeah, she invented a thing that shot me with a lightning bolt.
3: Okay, I'm gonna come clean with you. I did, in fact, use one of my inventions to, to briefly, to... Briefly and safely incapacitate. No, that's not the right word. Um, maybe we should say, um, to, to, uh, to defend myself from, from one of your students.
0: Defend yourself, I hear. Why?
3: Does Verocious look like sorry or a little sorry? Or does he look, does he, is, when I say that, does he look like, oh crap, I'm going to get in trouble?
0: A little bit, yeah.
3: Okay. I'm going to sigh, and I'm going to sort of say, um, Okay, I'll just tell you the truth. I was talking to your student here, asking him some questions about the campus when... I, I hold up the goggles, and I say, When these had a small malfunction, and they did, unfortunately, shock am. I'm very sorry. I take off the goggles and like, put them in a backpack, and I say, It won't happen again, I promise.
0: And he looks at you. Could you defy danger charisma for me?
3: Sure. I am telling... Okay, I understand it's still a but I want to say I'm telling the truth. That's a nine.
0: So he looks down at you, this old orc with the ram horns, and he says... Mm, very well, but there must be some reparations made for the damage of our student body. You will... I will give you an option, Ms. Fontaine. You may pay a fee of damages, or you may assist the school in an issue that requires assisting.
3: Well, I, what's the fee and what's the issue?
0: Fee of $50. 50 coin. Yeah. That's it's a
3: lot of fucking coin. I don't have that kind of coin.
0: You don't. Come back to my office. And he like, poof like flows out his robes and like turns around and walks away
3: okay i go back to his office
0: um as we pass defiant punches ferocious in the shoulder calls him an asshole She's a fucking guest asshole shaking her down like, hey shut up it hurt
3: i did this fucker a favor he better he better know i fucking did this motherfucker a favor
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: you're welcome piece of shit I shouldn't call him that <laughs> So, yeah, so Dean
0: Royale brings you back to his office. His is a pretty simple office he's just the uh the dean of disciplinary action um he's not like a like a very important dean um, and he says, "All right, as you will not know because you do not go to this university and you do not know anything about this place but as i was as I will tell you, we have not recently but within the last year lost one of our faculty members. Professor Orion Montauk has gone missing.
3: Professor Montag?
0: Yes, uh, he was the dean of anthropology. Yes, thank you. I yes, know him. yes,
3: I've heard of him. I read his book.
0: We have reason to believe he went missing after going hiking somewhere to the east. While, uh, while it is has been so long that we can't hope to possibly find him alive, it would at least do our student body and faculty's minds well to at least recover his remains. I can tell from your garb that you are a, some sort of adventurer, so I would like to request that you recover Professor Montauk's body and bring it back in however many pieces as you can manage. As few as few pieces as you can manage.
3: Well, I, I actually did re- need to travel eastward, so yeah, of course I'll help. If I find his body, I'll, I'll be sure to bring it back. I hope he's not dead, though.
0: Well, he hasn't been home in over eight months, so... Oh, gosh. Yes, strange. What
3: could have happened to him? You said he was travel. Was he hiking? Was he... Yeah,
0: he had some mad idea about ancient technologies.
3: Ancient technologies, you say, huh? Yes,
0: he was so frustrated that he couldn't get the board to approve funding for a for uh, for expedition he decided to go on his own old fool
3: well uh, i i don't know anything about ancient technology but if i come across him you know i will i'll bring him back the body or or hopefully him alive
0: <laughs> <laughs> i admire the optimism of the young but as the matter stands there is currently a, a group of students in the area who have not been able to find him so Surely he would have made himself known to them, and he has not. So we can only imagine that he has expired.
3: Well, um, again, I s- certainly hope not.
0: When you do head out there, try to make contact with the Belvedere University Archaeological Society. They are a group of very promising students who galvanized by By Professor Montauk's terrible sacrifice. hoped to find something to honor his legacy.
3: Okay, that sounds like a plan to me.
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much, Ms. Fontaine. And please, in the future, do not damage my students.
3: Yes, sir. I apologize. Wonderful.
0: Uh, and yeah, so he kind of just waves you out of his office to wait for the next student to come get him in case something te- bad happens. Uh, so what are you doing?
3: Uh, I think I know where we need to go.